You know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. It is us, those weekend golf guys. John Ashton in studio. Jeff Smith, somewhere in the hinterlands, following the sun. <laughs> uh, man. Uh, uh, I wish I was following the sun. My travels this week took me to places that were not quite so sunny as people would love to think. Yeah. Every day you show up in these places and it's beautiful. Well, I got news for you, pal. I got blustery conditions all over because I was on the East Coast this week. I was watching a tournament this week where my daughter Rebecca was playing at the Kings Mill Resort, a beautiful place, right? Mm-hmm. Not when I was there. <laughs> the place is beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Overlooks the James River. The river course is gorgeous, right? I mean, right. it's a... It's the place that everybody goes, wow, this place is sweet. And you know what we did? We froze our heads off. We froze our feet off. Mm-hmm. It was pouring down rain, and this college golf tournament went on for two days into this garbage weather. God, I love them for going through all that. But I tell you, I think I was the only spectator out there. Wow. I think everybody else was hanging out in the building. Yeah. Not, you know, they, drive, they, they drive here, they fly to here, they do all this to support their kid. And they didn't go on the golf course. And, you know, I can't blame them except for the fact their kid knows that they stood inside while they had to go out and suffer. Well, you know, you can support but your it was kid, just nasty. you know, sitting in the bar drinking heavy just yeah. as you can, you know, walking out on the, on the fairways. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And then, and then I got to drive up the coast into that, that snowstorm that happened to Philadelphia and Washington and New York this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I got to drive up the coast a few days ago right into the middle of that because I had to, fl- to take Rebecca back to Philly. And then fly out of Philly, <laughs> as if everything was going to be just all right with that. <laughs> well, you know, we we sat around yeah. the house a couple of days That's ago too, as celebrating the first day of spring. Wow, we we really? did that by watching one to three inches of snowfall. Snow. Yeah. The only good thing Isn't is we're in nice? Kentucky, which means you know Wednesday morning you wake up to one to three inches of snow. <laughs> Thursday morning you wake up to green grass. It just has a tendency Isn't that nice? of going away quickly that nice it, well it's not as nice as it could be it's spring it's kentucky where are my yeah. 50 60 65 degree days man we had a conversation on know, last man. week's show i cleaned out the grooves of my clubs and have yet to be able to use them <laughs> talk about yeah, frustration man frustration i bet you're frustrated i you bet know, you are i wondered what I mean, was wrong you just you just learned that you had grooves, and now you're itching to try them out. <laughs> exactly. Can I want to see imagine? if they if they do all those magical things people say they do. You know. Yeah. You can That's imagine right. his frustration. Let's find out. <laughs> Let's find out. Yeah. All right. So John Ashton in studio, intrepid producer Mark Hunter back with us on the controls. The whole gang is back again, and. Uh, and Jeff Smith. We're putting the band back together. Yeah, we are, man. Yeah, we are. But you will be getting back to Columbus soon. And uh, and when you do, is, are there any kind of announcements you can make yet? Uh, I will be teaching. I have moved my teaching operation. My entire thing. I picked it up. I put it underneath my arm. And I took it across <laughs> town to the country club at Harrison Lake Country Club right. in Columbus, Indiana. I have moved. All right. They have built over there a golf cave that was larger than mine. They had come in and they had seen mine and they went, hmm. We can do better than this. Couple, well, they, they've been trying to get me to come back. I used to be the golf professional there and they've been trying to get me to come back. All right. And they saw the operation that I had and they said, well, we've got to do better or, or he's just going to stay where he is over at Otter Creek. Come and on. they were correct. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Boy, are they smart you know, guys. Could, in, in, in the golf cave, you know, in, in the golf cave at Otter Creek, you know, I could work with four people across, mm-hmm. and I could have somebody putting. Mm-hmm. And now at the, uh, at the, at the golf cave uh, at Harrison Lake now, I now can work with six people at a time and people putting. <laughs> and it's deeper. It's wider. It's taller. Height really didn't matter too much because I was already plenty tall. But the floor of it is, uh, is a putting green now. So, Fantastic. you know, we've got putting going on right in front of where we're hitting. we got all kinds of stuff. Fantastic. So, oh, all right. I took, I took my TVs, I took my launch monitor, I took my everything, and I picked it up and I put it under my arm and I hauled it across town, and bang, lo and behold, I am teaching at Harrison Lake Country Club in Columbus, Indiana now. 
an and thing is about to happen. There's a place up in Indianapolis that is itching to get me to be the director of instruction up there as well. Hmm. So I'll be spread pretty thin, I think. Hmm. I think. And if we'll you want see. a simple golf lesson, do you have to go to Harrison Lake? Do you have to go to Indianapolis? Or could you just yeah. go to $5golfclub.com? You know, you could go to $5golfclub.com com, and see me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we could get we could get you started off on the right foot. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Lots of scenarios that I've got a little videos out there. That's right. You can do stuff. You can That's play right. better golf right away. The basic membership with the basic videos that have helped many people uh, play better golf. It's just $5 a month. And then if you want some face-to-face, I'm sure he's got an extra hour or two in a month. He can eke out, um, you know, if the price is right. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll let you all know about some of the upgrades you can do if you want to deal, uh, you know, on the Internet face-to-face with Jeff or in person face-to-face with Jeff or however you want to do that. Details will be coming up momentarily or, you know, maybe in another week or two. It depends. I've got not just the frustration of grooves, but I've got Internet situations. I'm not going to tell oh, you the issues. I'm not going to tell you the company, but I moved, got a new company to provide my TV and my internet. But it has three letters. Their yeah, their initials are A T T, and it hasn't worked right for the first month. But we we're looking for uh, better days ahead. They came out uh, last Friday and were there the entire day. So hopefully, and that's why if you haven't gotten the podcast version uh, up on the internet yet, that's why because there was no internet to put it up with. So there you go. We are those weekend golf guys, and I swear we're going to quit complaining when we come right back. Don't you know? Everybody is like all excited about Tiger Woods being back, maybe going to win the Masters this year because he's almost won two tournaments to date. I think he's got as good a chance as anybody else right now. If you got that feeling, this might be the best week to try out DraftKings. They got this special, a fantasy golf tournament for the Masters. Here's what you do real easy you pick six golfers. That's it, pick six of them. And they're going to keep track of streaks and scores and all that kind of stuff. You get points. One winner is going to win ten grand, and there's a total of a hundred grand in prizes that are going to be given away for the Masters tournament. We we got to go with um, we got to go with Justin Thomas as one of our six man. Maybe throw Tiger in the mix too. All you have to do, no matter who you got, is go to DraftKings.com before the tee off on Thursday, April fifth. Pick your six golfers and use our special code weekend and then play free with your first deposit in the $100,000 contest for golf's first major. The code is weekend to play for free only at DraftKings.com. Now, you do have to make a minimum $5 deposit to become a player with DraftKings, but the uh, Masters is free. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Use code weekend. Here we are, those weekend golf guys. John Ashton in studio, along with Intrepid producer Mark Hunter. And then uh, Jeff Smith, uh, still en route in transit from um, the James River, where he was watching his uh, his daughter compete. Oh, my daughter play. Yep. In, in a collegiate tournament. To now headed back yeah. toward the uh, fruited uh, flat plains of back home again in Indiana. Where, well, that's only after my short little uh, three-day stint in, uh, in someplace a little warmer. Uh, still bad weather down here. Uh, Boca Raton, Florida. Ooh. I went, uh, oh, yep, I got to go from, uh, from, from the James River uh, at William, the College of William and Mary and uh, Williamsburg, Virginia at the Kings Mill Plantation in the lousy weather. I got to drive up the coast in lousier weather, stay overnight in a hotel in lousy weather and fly out of lousy weather into lousy weather in South Florida. <laughs> Where we were doing some fun stuff with Smart to Move, and um, and Boca Raton, Jeff. And, have, uh, have you ever stopped to consider that maybe it's you? It, I have, that honestly. Dark um, cloud follows you wherever you go. You know, let's think of it as it doesn't quite follow me everywhere. Mm-hmm. I did have a few nice days of golf in Hilton Head okay. the week before. Okay, just I enough did. again for a little tease. I mean, we had just we had a Sunday. 
a week ago, there's 65 degrees, and everybody I knew had had other plans, but we're all talking to each other now, going, we, sh- we should have played golf. But that's okay. It's going to get warm now. We've got more days, and immediately the next day, wake up with a high of 40. And then three days after yeah. that, we get three inches of snow. It turned spring last week. About four days ago, it turned to spring. No one would ever know it. Yeah, not so she'd notice. It kind of snuck in. Yeah. Uh, this This is ridiculous, man. And... I'm sure that with indoor golf facilities like you have uh, at mm-hmm. your uh, at your locations in in Indiana, that you are probably pretty well crowded because people yeah. just aren't putting this off any longer. It's time, damn it! It's time. That's right. They're frustrated. They want to be on the golf course. They want to be outside. They have cabin fever. Yeah, they've been teased a couple of times in southern Indiana with some decent yeah. temperatures. Yeah. However, uh, it's back to the snow. I know it's ridiculous, you know? man. Absolutely ridiculous. And I mean, even I yep. mean, you you did not have stellar weather in Hilton Head, if I remember correctly. It was chilly. No, windy. It was chilly. First few days was chilly, windy. I had two good days of uh, upper sixties and really not much wind, which were really beautiful days. And then right as I left, it was again turning lousy. Yeah. Now, Intrepid Producer Mark, last season, your cutoff was like 55. Has right, it, right around in there, yeah. Has, is it, has it hit 60 for this season? <laughs> you know, I, I, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> if we Look, even I get think close 55 to and 55 no wind is a pretty good, soon, pretty good thing. Yeah, and no wind. Yeah, there, yeah, good point. Yeah, another factor. Yeah, 60 with wind yeah. is still uncomfortable. <laughs> and it's been very windy like every day too yeah you know i've lived yeah. in my new house for about 34 days and i think 30 of them it's been rainy and cold or snowing and cold well you know that gives you a chance to move in properly <laughs> yeah you'd think i'd have everything unpacked by now wouldn't you <laughs> you'd think so nah no no, but no I went out it's to unpack. still in that box over there it's- that's right Right. You know it's going to sit in a you know it's going to sit in a box for yet another six months, and well, then you're going to figure out I didn't really need that thing anyway. <laughs> the only reason why I've opened many of the boxes that I've already opened that have been just piled in the garage is because I've I've got a I've got a dozen um, tailor made golf balls in there somewhere. I got to find them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I want to extol the virtues of the town in which I moved to. Okay. To which I moved. To which you moved. Because ending a sentence in a preposition is something up with which I will not put. <laughs> um, there is a huge... All right, Mr. English teacher. <laughs> there's a huge park. Can't speak like a normal human being. A huge park <laughs> called do all Clear, correct stuff. Clear Creek Park. And yeah. I, you know, I had seen it on the maps, and so we went to check it out. Huge place. Outdoor pool. Outdoor playground, indoor gyms, uh, both for basketball and for workout equipment, and an executive golf course. Hmm. Out of 18. Does that mean they wear white shirts and ties? White shirts and ties while you play. Yes, that's exactly what it means. Um, And I'm sure they encourage cell phone use and uh, and everybody brings their laptop. Exactly. And a secretary. Yeah, and a secretary. <laughs> but uh, no, but primarily par threes, but a few. There's there's a couple holes that are over 300 yards for par fours. Lots. I mean, it's beautiful. The layout is beautiful. The scenery is beautiful. Nice and hilly. There's some lakes and some streams, water hazards, sand, everything you could possibly want. And I was talking with a buddy of mine and I, and he said, you know, he said we can we can probably hit our driver, you know take a, a bucket of balls, go out onto the practice tee before we start, and after five or six balls, probably get the driver swing down because we've been doing it well for the last three seasons. Um, but we need to work on our irons. The short game is where you really need to work. And I said, aha, do I have an idea for you? Let's go out to this place because it's so much better than just sitting at a practice tee trying to figure out how far you're hitting this thing. Actually seeing it in game conditions, knowing that the first hole is 148 yards, should you hit your eight iron and be a little short, or should you hit your seven iron and take the chance of going over a little bit? Uh, it depends on the wind and how you're feeling that day. Um, but that is, a, I would think, a much better way 
to practice your short game. And we're going to talk about more ways to practice your short game because if you walk out to the course for the first time this season and you're not totally confident in your short game, your scores are going to suck. And we'll be right back and tell you how to make sure your scores don't suck when we come right back. We are those weekend golf guys. Don't you move. It doesn't feel like it, but it's going to be spring. The Masters Tournament starts in like two weeks. You want to make it more fun? It's pretty exciting. You know how the NCAA Tournament's yeah. more fun? We got some skin in the game. You got a bracket going. Yeah. Well, we can make the Masters more yeah. fun the same way, man. Play along. Really? Pick six golfers that you think might win or do well. $100,000 in prizes for players through DraftKings. First place, You're 10 tiger, grand cash. Nice. Jeff is right now. What's that website you're going to, Jeff? DraftKings.com. Uh, you got it? DraftKings.com, yeah. Okay, use yeah. the code WEEKEND. So if you like sports, you like fantasy, you like winning money, you don't even have to like golf to play this. But when you do like golf, this is going to make it so much more enjoyable watching the Masters. Six potential winners you get to pick. Just use the code WEEKEND and you can play the Masters tournament for free. You do have to make a minimum $5 deposit to become a member of DraftKings. Other restrictions apply. Just see DraftKings.com for details. Use our code WEEKEND. Hey, Jeff, I got a letter, $5 golf club. It was addressed to you, but it came to me. But it said, Jeff, man, I took your advice from the show twice. One, you advised me to join $5golfclub.com. I did. Two is you advised me to buy the best ball I, I could afford, and I'm getting those Strixons, Keystars. I'm paying about 36 bucks a dozen for them. So I used to lose two balls a round, and I played a round a week. That's eight balls a month. That's $24 a month. He said, after some of the lessons at $5 Golf Club, I'm not losing that many anymore. I lose maybe three a month. That's nine bucks. Ooh. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. I think that's good math. It's good math, man. He's spending nine bucks on lost balls, five bucks on us. That's 14 bucks. He's still making a $10 profit. (laughs) That's right. Go to fightallygolfclub.com, listen to me, and make money. How do you like that? And as us says, we can golf guys, John Ashton, Jeff Smith, along with interpret producer Mark Hunter, just sitting here chafing at the bit, chomping at the bit. What is the correct way to say that? Chomping. Chomping at the bit. Chomping. Although that bit chafes. Yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you, it chafes. All right? Uh, when you chomp on it long enough. We are, we are those weekend golf guys. And we're we're talking about the frustration, although I said we would never talk about frustration again in this show. I, I lied. Uh, we're talking about the frustration that most of us are feeling at the lack of decent golf weather yet so far into the late winter, early spring season. I mean, I, I live close to four different golf courses, and I drive by them on a regular basis, and there is nobody playing. I mean, usually you get some, you know, hardcore guys with the – you know, the gloves and the mittens and the heavy coats, and they're out there, rain, shine, snow, sleet, whatever. No, 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 it's, it's, it's bad, man. But as we alluded to, people? say what? What's wrong with those people? I think they're <laughs> yeah, getting, their blood has thinned. It's a problem we have around this section of the world. Uh, you get cold huh. really easy, really easy. And you can tell me to dress in layers all you want to, but if it's a 25-mile-an-hour wind in a 40-degree day, I don't care how many layers I got on. I'm going to have to have too many layers to be able to swing correctly (laughs) to stay warm. But if you try to head out to a course without at least having a high level of confidence in your short game, your first round is going to be putrid. Would you agree with that statement, Mr. Jeff? I would. I would, because putrid is a good word. Mm. I like the word putrid when it it applies (laughs) to somebody's golf game that hasn't practiced. Yeah. Now, I just think it's appropriate. We we alluded, and I think it, it bears repeating uh, last last week, that I can take like my seven iron, and I can go out to my backyard with no balls in my hand whatsoever, nothing up my sleeve, just go out with the club and swing. Swing as I normally would swing, but I don't have to swing hard. I just swing in the same, the same um, plane that I would normally swing and pay attention to where that club head first makes contact with the ground, right? Yeah, that's right. And that is the point in my stance where I should place my ball. 
you see, place the bottom of the golf ball at that spot, yes, yes, because then your club will touch the ball before it touches the ground. And is that the what a wonderful concept that is? Is, is that it? like put the ball the middle of the ball on that spot? Put the front. That's arm, right. The middle. Okay. Put the middle of the golf ball at the point where your club first enters the ground. When you just stand there and swing, swing, and swing, and swing, and swing, making normal, natural, flowing swings, mm-hmm. I guarantee you that spot will be just slightly left of center, wasn't it? And it, it, it was, definitely. And that's going to save everyone from the, um, the first couple of rounds of trying to just or remember, where did I put my feet last year? By the end of the season, man, I was doing so good. Where was that? How was I holding that club again? Because cause I, I, I experimented with a couple different things, and I did what Jeff told me to do finally, and, man, that really worked. What was that he said again? You know? So if you just yeah. s- swing like that, at least you won't – you can eliminate some of the variables in why you're hitting a bad shot. And ball position is probably a, a large variable in that uh, equation of why the ball did not go where you had planned on it going. Right. It's a big variable. What happens to people, John and Mark, when, when they get bad ball position is then they have to swing to that golf ball. And it, it just changes the entire direction that the body's moving, mm-hmm. the club, mm-hmm. and where the club's coming from and then headed toward, and the contact is always different. The club face position is always different than what you had intended. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's kind of like going on a little fishing expedition, I like to say. And it's too bad people going on fishing expeditions to find golf balls. <laughs> Usually their own. Um, not a good thing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Usually not the best play there. Yeah. Exactly. So, and there was something else you ball you, position and alignment. One of the one of the biggest things to talk about if people want to hit solid shots, you know. And that's that was my the next ball point. Ball position affects alignment. Yeah. There was something that was very very simple that many of us don't even think about because we're confused by the way a golf club is designed. You know, when you set it down on the ground, which is it the top edge is supposed to be straight? Is it the bottom edge is supposed to be straight? The club face is angled. What what do I do? What do I do? And you told me very. Very simply, hold the club directly out from the middle of your body and look at the grooves and move the club so that the grooves are exactly vertical, straight up and down. Then yeah. put the club back down and don't worry about what top, bottom, side looks like it may be at an angle. If you haven't moved it from the orientation it was at when it was right in front of you, it will still be a... Uh, 90-degree perpendicular club face to the ball flight. That was brilliant. Brilliant, I say. Is, you know, it, is it really that simple? simple man? stuff. I try to make it that simple. You know, if you just set the club on the ground the way the manufacturer designed it, the handle will be slightly out in front of the club. Mm-hmm. The, the lines on the face will be really, you'll be darn straight. It'll be perpendicular to your body. And, you know, it'll be pointed right where you want it to go. So then... It would follow easy. logically that should the ball not go where you intended it to go, that there is something amiss with your swing, correct? Well, you, certainly you could say that you butchered it during your golf swing as opposed to butchering it prior to swinging. There's two times you could mess it all up, John. <laughs> Just you know, before two? you swing. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, before you swing and while you swing. Okay. That's right. That's two times that you have to butcher your shot. Okay. So I would prefer that you didn't, but that's just me. Right. You know? Right. That's just me. Yeah. I understand that you like a little bit of entertainment in your golf game. So you get to butcher it at one point or another, and then you get to come and come on the radio show, complain about it, and, and I get to fix you, and then you get to extol the virtues of me fixing you the next week because you had butchered it. <laughs> so there we go. Well, my butchering days are, uh, are fewer and farther between. Um, see, I have fewer bad days now, not less bad days. That's almost as bad as ending the sentence in a preposition. Right, this is a little before school yep. school. All right, little little weekend English class for y'all. Uh, 
Is that correct? Can I say y'all? I yeah. can. I live in Kentucky. Yeah. All right. I you can, can say, say y'all as long as you say at at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> Where y'all at? <laughs> yeah. Talked to a friend in New England who thought y'all was plural. He said, you're just talking to me. Why are you saying y'all? I said, because I'm talking to you. He said, but that's plural. I said, no, plural is all y'all. No, no, no. That's right. You have to explain so much stuff to New Englanders. Uh, what can I say? We are going to explain to New Englanders and to Midwesterners and Southerners and Westerners and everybody else who is listening how to make sure that your first rounds of this new season. I mean, the Masters happens in, what, two weeks now? We've got a, a deal know, we want can to you believe it? talk to you about about the Masters, too, so I want you to pay attention to that when we come right back. We are those weekend golf guys, and we have a mission this year that you are going to break 80. All right? But I already break 80. See how easy it was? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and for those of you who haven't yet, this is your year. Just pay attention. We are those weekend golf guys, and we will be right back. It doesn't feel like it, but it's going to be spring. The Masters Tournament starts in like two weeks. You want to make it more fun? It's pretty exciting. You know how the NCAA Tournament's yeah. more fun? We got some skin in the game. You got a bracket going. Yeah. Well, we can make the Masters more yeah. fun the same way, man. Play along. Really? Pick six golfers that you think might win or do well. $100,000 in prizes for players through DraftKings. First place, You're 10 tiger, grand cash. Nice. Jeff is right now. What's that website you're going to, Jeff? DraftKings.com. Uh, you got it? DraftKings.com, yeah. Okay, use yeah. the code WEEKEND. So if you like sports, you like fantasy, you like winning money, you don't even have to like golf to play this. But when you do like golf, this is going to make it so much more enjoyable watching the Masters. Six potential winners you get to pick. Just use the code WEEKEND and you can play the Masters tournament for free. You do have to make a minimum $5 deposit to become a member of DraftKings. Other restrictions apply. Just see DraftKings.com for details. Use our code Weekend. Hey, it's us, those weekend golf guys. Back again, John Ashton in studio, along with intrepid producer Mark Hunter, Jeff Smith, uh, on his way to one of many golf caves that he has. I mean, this guy just has a, an embarrassment of golf cave riches. <laughs> He's everywhere. But uh, on the way back to Columbus, Indiana, after gallivanting throughout the southeast, uh, and still didn't get any good weather, but he's been throughout the southeast from Boca Raton up to uh, somewhere in Kingsport, Virginia, Kings Mills, Kings Landing. Kings Mill Resort okay. in Williamsburg, Virginia. He has in, like, Colonial Williamsburg. You know? oh, that's right. Kings Landing's in Westeros, not in Virginia. I don't have HBO. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, here we go. We have said... <laughs> That this is the season to break 80. I don't care how old you are or aren't. I don't care how long you have or have not been playing golf. We are going to tell you what you need to do to break 80. And one of the things you need to do is become totally conversant with and expert at using your short irons. Now, I'm not talking wedges. Uh, wedges is a totally different animal that we have discussed uh, at na ad nauseam for a long time. And... We, we will get back to them, maybe even in the next segment when we run out of other things to talk about. But what I want to talk about is the shorter irons, the nines, the eights, the sevens. Does the six count as a short iron or a mid iron? No, that's a mid iron. Okay. Seven, sixes, and fives are mid irons. Okay, so we're talking eight fives and nine. Fives are kind of long irons, too, right? There's a blend, right? Yeah, eight and nine. Yes, yeah. eight and nine. Don't forget, hey, don't forget the P. Oh, the P. Right? That's right. They may the call P, it a wedge, you know, but it's more a short iron than it is a wedge wedge. Yeah. And, and the reason is, is because most of the time you're using it really is not necessarily around the greens. Right. You know, it's it's more of a, a fuller swing kind of a shot. Yeah, you're 50, just, 40 yards. Where most people are using it. Yeah, and the reason is because they've cranked the loss on all these clubs so that they're, <laughs> they're really full swing clubs. I mean, how far do you hit your P right now, John? If you, if you made a full swing, you hitting that thing 120, 125 yards? I, I use it for about 115 to 120, yeah. So that, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. So you talk about distances from, say, we're talking about like 140 yards yep. to 90 yards is really kind of where we're talking about. Yeah, That's a range where an awful lot of people have to get really good. The problem is is that they, they don't spend any time, you know, say, repeating it uh, at, a, at a good level where they, they make areas 
of, of a golf course property that you could go spend time doing that over and over again so that you could kind of perfect things. Mm-hmm. And um, they, they do those, those things, and they, they have them. Uh, most golf courses have these places. And most people will show up and they'll put a basket down and they'll they'll drop drop some balls on the ground and they'll and they'll they'll hit those irons and they'll to relatively short distances you know and and they get some target practice. Mm-hmm. Those are called practice areas, are they not? <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> I think it's one of those Where things those? that you could you could do that. <laughs> I think it's one of those things those, that John? we could extol the virtues of those. We could. I am no longer. I no longer fear the word practice, still which, 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 which is a first step. But he doesn't <laughs> fear the word. <laughs> We're making right. progress. Out of those twelve step rules, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's, yeah. We're on step two. <laughs> learn how to spell <laughs> 12 it. Step. Twelve step program. Yeah. Step three: find where it is. <laughs> you know, you, you have magical techniques to um to quickly get the hang of most every club in the bag any any real clever um magical easy to follow you know with 27 cents worth of stuff you already have in the junk drawer drills to uh, to get your shorter irons working better you know there's a lot of stuff that I do with people with their short irons and most of the things that that I find out people are really messing up their short iron plays this basic concept that they have of, oh, it's a short iron, therefore I need to play the ball back in my stance. Yeah. Yep. And the next thing you know, they're, they're sitting there, the ball's back, the hands are way to the, to the, you know, the front leg, and all of a sudden the shaft is leaning so far forward, de-lofting the club, but it's also opening up the face. Because when you push a handle that far out in front of the face of the club, it tends to point the face to the, away from you. So... People are hitting shots, and then they wind up coming down on top of them and shanking and hitting terrible golf shots because of awful ball position. Yeah. It's unbelievable to me how yep. that thought that has permeated golfers for a long time, there's this big spectrum of where they should put their golf ball, well, Jeff, and they always exaggerated everything. Jeff, even today, I mean, I have seen videos in the past week with instructors, bona fide golf instructors, counseling people to do it that way. Yeah. What, what interests me is, is if the context of the suggestion is to hit the ball lower, or is it to hit a bump and run shot, or is it to make a full swing shot out of it? And so, because, you know, what you're trying to do at that point is very different from one thing to the next. For example, if I'm trying to hit a full swing shot, my ball, if I have a P in my hand or a 9-iron in my hand, my ball, the back of the golf ball, will not be right of center. It'll be much like what we talked about, where you stand there and put your feet together, or, I mean, mm-hmm. put your feet in the same place and make a bunch of swings. You'll find out your club first starts touching the ground, you know, right there at middle. Right. And then they'll put the bottom of the ball there, and then the back of the ball is more exposed to the club. And if you can sit there and make swing after swing after swing and realize where the, the, the entry point into the ground is, you'll find out it's not right of center. It's not back of center. And all they're trying to do then is get people to hit the ball lower, and it'll go further right unless, of course, they twist the club further left, in which case they can hit it lower and a little farther. But the trouble is is that if they continue to do that, they're going to have humongous gaps in their game. Yeah, you don't want to panic. The yardage that you play, yeah. The yardage that you play is different. Yeah, when when you get to, you know, if I get to 140, 130, 120 yards, not a problem. That's that's a full shot with either an eight or a nine or a, or a P. But yeah, my problems are when I get to like 80 yards, 60 yards. You know, then I go, uh oh. You know, th- yeah, this 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 could prove problematic. You have to hit it far enough to get it to the green. Yet you don't want to hit it so hard that it it rolls through or over or past or you don't. Lo and behold, you the, you don't want to embarrass yourself by hitting it short again. Yeah, go that's on. it right there. Is is people are avoiding certain shots mm-hmm. because they're they're wanting to avoid the embarrassment and the the psychological damage of of leaving it short. Mm-hmm. 
And that's where I send people to the range to figure out ball position and how hard they're hitting something and kind of sense, is this a three-quarter swing that I'm still hitting hard, or is this a full swing, or is this, say, half a swing on the way back and full on the way through? How far is this, this thing going to go? And then you can kind of figure it out and, and go, all right, so let's say if I've got a half a swing but a, a full, full all the way through and I do this with a nine iron, how far is that thing going to go? And they'll find out, they're like, oh, well, that goes about 80 yards. As my full swing 9-iron goes about 130, but when I do about a half swing 9-iron, um, I can get about 80 yards out of the thing. And then it penetrates into the wind, and then they go, oh, I got a whole new shot here. Yeah. That's the, that's the key. Yeah, too many people try to, a little bit. try to try to keep, when you, when you get to like 80 or 70 yards, try to do one of those low, nice arc to it and have it hit in front of the of the green and bounce on and roll up. Um, but you either, one of two scenarios happen is you hit it wrong and it goes, <laughs> or you hit it perfectly the way you should hit a chip <laughs> and it hits the fairway in front of the green and checks up. <laughs> you know, yeah. Now, why couldn't I hit that shot a little closer? It would have been perfect. So, and that's where I have people practice those shots, John. There's that word again. I want man. them to know how far they fly. Wait. Okay. <laughs> I, I want them to know how far they fly. Do you have anything to govern where your arms go? Any little doohickey you can wear that, you know, in the backswing your arm hits and can't go any further so you can get the feel for a three-quarter swing? I'll tell you what you can do. Okay. You don't even have to wear it because you're already kind of wearing it anyway. It's your shirt. Uh-huh. Can you imagine right at your armpit? You gather up the sleeve and the extra material uh, that's next, next to your body, and then you kind of clamp down on that extra material with your arm. So it kind of traps it into your armpit. Uh-huh. You do that on both sides, and then you make a swing feeling like you kept that, that material bunched up there under your armpit. Uh-huh. Next thing you know, your swing is shorter. Your arms are more connected to your body, so to speak, and not letting them fly all over the place, thus the club flying all over the place. So let's just make sure that you, uh, that you do that. So just, you know, you kind of put your hand up near your armpit a little bit and kind of gather up the extra material, you know, and kind of bunch it up, scrunch it up a little bit, and then stick your arm down and clamp on top of it and then hit the shot, keeping that thought that you've, you've trapped all that material in there. You'd be surprised at how good a, a half-shot player you can be. Hmm. See? Again. Yeah. Don't go out and buy anything fancy-schmancy. Be smart. All right. We're going to be yeah. real smart. we got uh, some more tips and techniques to make sure that you start early on your road to breaking 80 this season. When we come right back, we are those weekend golf guys. Don't move. Once you follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash golf guys, you will get alerts every time we go live. And we're doing it every couple weeks. Facebook.com slash golf guys. It doesn't feel like it, but it's going to be spring. The Masters Tournament starts in like two weeks. You want to make it more fun? It's pretty exciting. You know how the NCAA Tournament's yeah. more fun? We got some skin in the game. You got a bracket going. Yeah. Well, we can make the Masters more yeah. fun the same way, man. Play along. Really? Pick six golfers that you think might win or do well. $100,000 in prizes for players through DraftKings. First place, ten tiger, grand cash. Nice. Jeff is right now. What's that website you're going to, Jeff? DraftKings.com. Uh, you got it. DraftKings.com. Yeah. Okay. Use yeah. the code Weekend. So if you like sports, you like fantasy, you like winning money, you don't even have to like golf to play this. But when you do like golf, this is going to make it so much more enjoyable. Watching the Masters, six potential winners you get to pick. Just use the code Weekend, and you can play the Masters tournament for free. You do have to make a minimum $5 deposit to become a member of DraftKings. Other restrictions apply. Just see DraftKings.com for details. Use our code WEEKEND. We have a small yet loyal following of junior golfers, 12 to 18-year-olds. I want to address myself to them right now. Listen, guys, girls, if you are serious about golf, there is a mom, there is a dad, there's a grandmother, a grandfather somewhere that are so psyched but maybe they don't show it. They don't want to push, but they would love you to get involved in the game of golf. So why don't you go to them right now? Say, Mom, Dad, Grandpa, Grandma, I want to get better at this game. I want to get good at this game. 
I want to learn from a guy who has junior champions, high school, collegiate champions. He's even got a student who's kicking butt on the web.com tour. And it only costs five bucks a month. And I can learn at my own pace. And parents are going to be able to learn from their phones, which you know they don't drop out of their hands anyway. $5golfclub.com. Join for your kids' sake. Back again, one more once here, those weekend golf guys. John Ashton in studio, Jeff Smith at the Golf Cave. We're on his way to the Golf Cave in Columbus. Intrepid producer Mark Hunter behind the window on the controls, uh, taking copious notes because he has promised himself that this is the season he breaks 80. Uh, as long as they put those tees in front of the red tees on the courses he's had. <laughs> no, I'm only kidding, man. See, I haven't seen here, we're going to guarantee that Mark's going to break 80 this year. Here's the deal. Yeah. All right. Mark, when's your birthday again, isn't it? October. It, it's sometime. October, yeah, see? So he's 79 now, so he's <laughs> right 80 on October. See? It so, works out great. So before October, he's going to shoot his age. <laughs> and then it's going to be better. Right? <laughs> you know, one of the things that, uh, that, that Mark does and that many of the folks I play with do, and even I do in the, in the set of, of pings that I play with, the uh, three iron and the four iron are not irons, they're hybrids. And I know that right. there is, I've seen people use these things, and I know there is a lot of confusion on the proper way to hit an iron. Is it more like a wood, or do you set up like an iron, or you know, are there differences? And if so, what are they, and what kind of uh, changes do you need to make adjustments? Well, let's think about a couple things practically, all right? Okay. Why do you think they call them a hybrid, right? They're, they're not as long as a fairway wood in, in shaft length. Mm-hmm. They're not as, but they're longer than an iron in shaft length. Okay. They're not as bulbous in the head as a fairway wood is. Yeah. But they're more bulbous in the head than an iron is. Yeah. They're not as lofted as a fairway wood, but they are more lofted than a, an iron. Okay. Well, why do you think they call them a hybrid? Be- because of all of those things you just said that I really can't remember enough of to repeat. So they're kind of a blend. Yeah. So people say, should I play my hybrid like a fairway wood, put the ball more forward, put it further away, you know, kind of sweep it? Or should I play it like an iron, where you put the ball a little bit further back and you're a little closer to it, and then you pick it up and throw it down a little bit more? Why is it that people don't ask, why can't I take this 8-iron? Do I play it more like my 7-iron, or do I play it more like my 9-iron? <laughs> that's that's right? the question I was going to ask you, man. Are you going to tell me you should play a hybrid like a hybrid? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I am. So let's think about it real real closely here. Okay. There are those people who say, no, you should sweep it like your fairway would. And then there's others, no, you should hit down on it more like an iron. <laughs> Wait a second, folks. Isn't that just the next logical step in, this, in the incremental clubs that we have? Don't you think it's a little bit different? It's a little bit of one, it's a little bit of the other? Uh-huh. But which, which of what and which of which? Yeah. So the, the, the easy solution is simply this. Okay. The ball will be slightly more forward than your longest iron. Okay. By maybe a half an inch. Okay. What you will get out of that is a little bit shallower angle of attack, a little bit more sweepy, so to speak, mm-hmm. a little bit, but not quite as much as a fairway would. Okay. So you're still hitting down on it a little bit. The club is not bottomed out yet. You're going to catch it where it's real close to the bottom, and your club was up in the air a little bit prior to that, so you are hitting down on it, mm-hmm. but not quite as much as your irons. So you're not going to sweep it nearly as much as your fairway would. Let's just see it for what it is. Where do you put it? Well, you put it really close to the bottom of the arc of your swing. Now, how do we say where the bottom is? We swing. Well, go get your hybrid out. Yeah, go get your <laughs> hybrid out. Go make about five swings in the rough. Where's the bottom of that arc? Where's the deepest part of the divot that you take? Why don't you put the bottom of the golf ball real close to that? It's a novel approach. And what's, what's going to happen? Yeah, because it's going to come in very, very shallow. It's yeah. not going to come in very steep. And it's going to clip the ground. And the spot where that thing kind of clips the ground and you can, you can clearly see the deepest point, you're going to put the back of the golf ball just behind that. So, again, what you'll have is your club will be striking the golf ball just, 
just barely prior to striking the ground. And the next thing you know, this hybrid club gets hit beautifully. Should my four hybrid hit the ball the same or longer than my four iron, considering that swing speed and all that is, you know, no. that, that I hit the hybrid correctly the way I hit a four iron correctly? No. Okay. Because the club manufacturers have confused the heck out of people. Yes, they have. By putting that number on the bottom of it. It's a four. People think it's a four iron replacement. No, it's not. Mm. It hits it farther than a four iron. Guess what? The shaft's a little longer. Okay. Guess what? There's more mass on the head. Yeah. Guess what? The lofts are different. Yeah. It's going to hit it about a club farther okay. than your four iron. That's why I hate the fact they put a number on there. Because a four hybrid will generally go, let's, like, like we said, all things are equal, right? Right. A beautifully struck four iron and a beautifully struck four hybrid. The four hybrid is going to go more like a beautifully struck three iron, except it's going to go higher. Okay. Right? So it's, it's a lot like one club longer. It's a lot like that. Okay. So let's just keep in mind that they've, they've just confused this stuff. Yeah. They've confused us all. Yeah, I, I, I was given a, a hybrid. It, it, had, it didn't have a number on it. It had the, the degree of loft on it. And I noticed it was the same degree as my five wood. And yeah. my question was, is this redundant or does it, does it do something different? It does something different. Okay. Now, loft is one aspect. Okay. okay. I could have a club with two different lengths of shaft and the same loft. I'll get two different distances out of it for sure. Okay. I could have one club without a lot of mass on the head at the exact same loft as another one that has more mass on the head at the exact same length, and the one with more mass on the head will go farther. Okay. Gotcha. So there's more to it. See, I'm just a little bit different. I can I can have two of the same clubs with the same length <laughs> shaft and get two different results out of it. <laughs> but that's me. Sir, uh, highly skilled individual. <laughs> yeah, but the rest of us, given that scenario, would have very much a similar result. <laughs> have the ability to get many different results. That's an impressive feature in you, sir. <laughs> um. When, when one is putting a set of clubs together, all right, uh, you know, a, a lot of us are stuck on this. Well, we can only have 14 clubs in our bag. Um, you know, that's, that's for tournament rules. And also because for most of us, we couldn't, we couldn't carry anything more than 14. It gets heavy. Um, but there are choices we need to make somewhere along the line. Like, I, I, got, a, I got a gap wedge, which, you know, I had the P, and then I have, you know, a sand wedge lob wedge and i got the gap wedge to go in between but that was my 15th club so yeah. where i so i mean it's is the would like a three hybrid and a five would be close to being redundant or you know because i can hit them both around 200 210 yards i really don't need both of them but are there different scenarios where one works better than the other or what why should i have both of those you know there, there's a lot of people John, that, that struggle with that question about why should I carry, you know, they're, they're similar clubs. And the question that I would, would ask is, which one do you use better out of tough lie situations? Oh, okay. And then keep that one in the bag. Gotcha. Okay. Maybe, just maybe, the hybrid works better out of light rough. Yeah. It, and you can tee off with it sometimes. Yeah, I'm sure it would. And maybe you just don't hit the five wood as well. Yeah. I mean, in the, the in the fairway, for, for you. yeah, in the fairway, I hit I hit my hybrid pretty pretty solid most of the time. My wood is probably eight out of ten times I hit it solid. I don't know why. Yeah, probably because I have yet to practice sufficiently. Right. At least that's what you would say. Well, that question is uh, on a lot of people's minds. I'm, I'm sure a lot of questions are on your mind because you're heading out into a new season and you want to get it right. So what do you do? Well, one thing is you'll be here every week, and uh, you can always ask Jeff a question. You can email us. You can uh, go to the website, thoseweekendgolfguys.com. Look at the contact page. There are thousands. Of, okay, there's about six. <laughs> Told myself a million times not to exaggerate. 
There's about six ways to get in touch with us. One is directly through email. Uh, one is just a, a little message thing that goes, you know, into the ether and it's read by a generic person. Um, there's even a, a, a recorded line. No one will answer it, um, but you can call that line and leave your question. And if you leave it in a recorded audio version, we'll actually use it on the radio before we answer it. And we will give you all full credit that you deserve and or want. Thoseweekendgolfguys.com. Check it out. Audioboom.com. That's where we archive all the podcast versions of the show. Actually, we're available on iTunes, Audio Boom, Spotify, uh, uh, iHeart, uh, TuneIn, uh, anywhere podcasts we're are sold, man. you know, for free. We're there. So check us out. And if you have some specific questions you want to get fixed immediately, well, dig out a $5 bill and go to $5golfclub.com and join for a month. $5golfclub.com. Basic memberships, five bucks. That's all it is. That's all it will ever be. Stay for as many months as you need. Learn what you need to learn. And then go forth and be good. All right? So hang out with us. Mr. Jeff, we appreciate it. See you next week, man. Intrepid producer Mark. We're back live next weekend, guys. Oh, joy, oh, bliss. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Till then, we are those weekend golf guys. Hey, go play some golf. It doesn't feel like it, but it's going to be spring. The Masters Tournament starts in like two weeks. You want to make it more fun? It's pretty exciting. You know how the NCAA Tournament's yeah. more fun? We got some skin in the game. You got a bracket going. Okay. Well, we can make the Masters more yeah. fun the same way, man. Play along. Really? Pick six golfers that you think might win or do well. $100,000 in prizes for players through DraftKings. First place, ten grand cash. Nice. Jeff is right now. What's that website you're going to, Jeff? DraftKings.com. Uh, you got it? DraftKings.com, yeah. Okay, use yeah. the code WEEKEND. So if you like sports, you like fantasy, you like winning money, you don't even have to like golf to play this. But when you do like golf, this is going to make it so much more enjoyable, watching the Masters. Six potential winners you get to pick. Just use the code WEEKEND, and you can play the Masters tournament for free. You do have to make a minimum $5 deposit to become a member of DraftKings. Other restrictions apply. Just see DraftKings.com for details. Use our code WEEKEND. I got an email just the other day. Guy said, John, how much does it cost to join $5 Golf Club? Yeah, that's what I said, too. $5, hence the name, $5 Golf Club. All right? It's not just $5 to get in, and then we hit you with more. No, $5 this month, next month, and every month that you feel you need to become a member and stay a member to get to where you want to be in your golf game. Whether you want to break 100, break 90, break 80, break 70, whatever your number is, Jeff Smith has the videos there now and new videos coming every week that will help you accomplish that goal. Okay? $5golfclub.com. Use the number $5golfclub.com. That's all it costs. $5 a month. Phenomenal golf instruction at a ridiculously low price. That's us. $5golfclub.com.